This is Rory Fry, and you're listening to the Reformed and Recovered Podcast, where recovery and theology mix. shadow of the, of, of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. For he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his pinions and under his wings will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and buckler. <clears throat> you will not fear the terror of the night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in darkness nor the destruction that wastes at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only look with your eyes and see the recompense of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord your dwelling place, the Most High, who is your refuge, no evil shall be allowed to befall you, no plague come near your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. On their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against the stone. You will tread on the lion and the adder. The young lion and the serpent will trample, you will trample underfoot. Because he holds fast to me in love, I will deliver him. I will protect him because he knows my name. When he calls to me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. So with this episode, we're looking at Psalm 91. John MacArthur had this to say about Psalm 91. This psalm describes God's ongoing sovereign protection of his people from the ever-present dangers and terrors that surround humanity. The original setting may be that of an army about to go to battle. Most of the terrors mentioned in this psalm are left undefined, no doubt intentionally, so that no kind of danger is omitted from application. Believers in every age can read this psalm to learn that nothing can harm a child of God. And here are some quick specifics about this psalm before I give a little reflection on it. When it comes to the psalms, they're written by many different authors, but King David wrote most of them. Now, when we talk about Psalm 91 in particular, we don't really know who wrote it, uh, but it's often attributed to Moses. Okay, we're not really sure, but a lot of scholars believe that it's Moses. So let's just pretend it's Moses. And within Psalm 91, I see a, a number of recovery themes. I see the theme of relying on God, trusting in God's protection, no matter the circumstances we might face, and resting in his unlimited faithfulness. Psalm 91 is made up of 16 verses. And these verses break up into four sections, which focus on the faithfulness of God. So 16 verses, and they're split up into four sections that all focus on the faithfulness of God. Verse 1 through 2, we have God our shelter, right? God is faithful at our shelter. He's a faithful shelter. Verses 3 to 8, that God is 
our Savior. He's a faithful Savior, and he's faithful in his saving. Verse 9 through 13, we have God, our faithful defender. He's faithful in his defenses of us. And in verses 14 through 16, God, our rescuer. So that's some of the specifics about this psalm. Now let me make a couple, couple more remarks, and this will be short. And first, I just want to say, start off by saying that in light of everything that's been going on in the world and in the media, right? I'm, I'm talking about the COVID-19, the shutdowns, the quarantines, everything that's going on. I thought it was only right to briefly talk on this portion of the Bible that's so popular right now. So Psalm 91, you follow social media, different Christian websites, videos. People are talking about this psalm quite a bit. And which makes sense because this psalm has been a source of solace for the church for thousands of years. So it's no wonder that we, we cling to psalms like this during times of extreme personal, national, and even global calamity. Right? We're going through it on many different levels. We're going through it as individuals. We're going through it as a nation, right? America's going through it. And the world. COVID-19 has affected the entire world. But we remember that the psalm says, quote, I will say to the Lord, my refuge, my fortress, my God in whom I trust. So during these times of personal, national, and global calamity, let's cling to God. Let's cling to the God who faithfully clings to us. Now, Charles Spurgeon wrote of this psalm that, quote, in the whole collection, he's referring to the Psalter, the book of Psalms, there is not a more cheering psalm. He calls this a cheering psalm. Its tone is elevated and sustained throughout. Faith is at its best and speaks nobly. So it's a high psalm. And one is meant to feel a deep sense of hope and joy as they read over it's triumphant words. We all know how easy it is to fret during times of widespread calamity. These are strange days. No one's denying that. These are some of the strangest days we've had in quite some time. And I'd say that reports of sickness always speak to our personal powerlessness. We feel helpless to protect ourselves and our loved ones. Yet even when there is intense sickness in the world, this psalm reminds us to trust in the Lord and to wrap ourselves up in his loving provision. And as we learn to do this more and more, we can rest assured that God is ever in control. Like Romans 8.28 reminds us that the Lord is working all things together for our good and for his glory. So COVID-19 fits into that somehow. How? Couldn't tell you, but it fits into that. Now, on a more personal level, I've always had a fondness for this particular psalm because of verse 5. Now, I like it because it's in the scriptures, obviously, but verse 5. Verse 5 says, you will not fear the terror of the night. You will not fear the terror of the night. So in the first few years of my recovery, I remember becoming terrified of relapsing at nighttime. It would just always come upon me. I would feel fine throughout the day, but as night fell, I would feel uneasy. My heart would race and my skin would crawl up the walls. 
It was as if I was being compelled to abuse drugs and alcohol. It's like a compulsion. Something was forcing me to, it felt like. Thankfully, I never gave in to the compulsion. Each time it came, I would cling to my recovery as I prayed the words of this song. Through doing this, I realized that I had nothing to fear and that this compulsion, whatever it was, wherever it came from, was not going to be the end of me. In the long run, it actually served to strengthen my trust in the Lord. It actually made my recovery that much stronger because I was learning to trust in the Lord. And like the Life Recovery Bible says, quote, how comforting to know that when we cry out, God will rescue us and protect us as a mother bird protects her young. Our powerful defender will never fail us if we turn to him for shelter safety. So in these times of darkness, we cling to the faithfulness of God, our powerful defender. Verse 7 has also been important to my recovery. Verse 7 says, a thousand may fall at your side, right? A thousand may fall at your side. Anybody who's been involved with recovery for any length of time, they know that relapse happens. And I'd say that the longer you stay clean and sober, the more people you will see fall away. In 10 years of recovery, I've seen more people than I can count fall away. A thousand friends and mentors may fall away. But those who remain satisfied in the Lord will stand. Those who cling to their recovery will stand. This won't always be easy, but it's necessary for a long-term recovery. Again, to cling to the faithful God, to cling to our faithful defender. When I watch someone close to me fall away from the faith or go back to their drugs of choice, I'm always reminded of my own vulnerabilities. I realize that I cannot keep myself sober. I never have and I never will. I'm powerless over drugs and alcohol. My past has proven this time and time again. If God does not keep me, I will succumb to the urge to use. I will be among the numbers of those who have had lengths of recovery but lost it. This always humbled me and brings me to my knees. So I cry out to my faithful defender. I cry out to the source of my recovery. I'm well aware that Psalm 91 isn't actually about recovery from compulsive behaviors. Like all scripture, it had a certain significance for the author and its original readers. There was a reason this was written. And it had an initial audience. But for us in 2021 and beyond, it nonetheless has immense spiritual application. Right? We can pull many spiritual applications. And I already kind of went over some of the recovery themes. But it serves to remind us that our God is more faithful than our addictions and that he is bigger than any sickness. That God is bigger than drugs and alcohol and God is bigger than COVID-19. May we bring this to mind when the days are hard and nights are long. I therefore, or the Lord will say, he is my refuge and my stay. My citadel of strength is he, my God in whom my trust shall be. His outspread pinions shall thee hide beneath his wings thou shalt confide. His faithfulness shall ever be a shield and buckler unto thee. No nightly terrors shall alarm, no deadly shaft by day shall harm. No pestilence that walks by night, nor plagues that waste in noonday.
This is Rory Fry, and you're listening to the Reformed and Recovered Podcast, where recovery and theology mix. shadow of the, of, of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. For he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his pinions and under his wings will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and buckler. <clears throat> you will not fear the terror of the night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in darkness nor the destruction that wastes at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only look with your eyes and see the recompense of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord your dwelling place, the Most High, who is your refuge, no evil shall be allowed to befall you, no plague come near your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. On their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against the stone. You will tread on the lion and the adder. The young lion and the serpent will trample, you will trample underfoot. Because he holds fast to me in love, I will deliver him. I will protect him because he knows my name. When he calls to me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. So with this episode, we're looking at Psalm 91. John MacArthur had this to say about Psalm 91. This psalm describes God's ongoing sovereign protection of his people from the ever-present dangers and terrors that surround humanity. The original setting may be that of an army about to go to battle. Most of the terrors mentioned in this psalm are left undefined, no doubt intentionally, so that no kind of danger is omitted from application. Believers in every age can read this psalm to learn that nothing can harm a child of God. And here are some quick specifics about this psalm before I give a little reflection on it. When it comes to the psalms, they're written by many different authors, but King David wrote most of them. Now, when we talk about Psalm 91 in particular, we don't really know who wrote it, uh, but it's often attributed to Moses. Okay, we're not really sure, but a lot of scholars believe that it's Moses. So let's just pretend it's Moses. And within Psalm 91, I see a, a number of recovery themes. I see the theme of relying on God, trusting in God's protection, no matter the circumstances we might face, and resting in his unlimited faithfulness. Psalm 91 is made up of 16 verses. And these verses break up into four sections, which focus on the faithfulness of God. So 16 verses, and they're split up into four sections that all focus on the faithfulness of God. Verse 1 through 2, we have God our shelter, right? God is faithful as our shelter. He's a faithful shelter. Verses 3 to 8, that God is 
our Savior. He's a faithful Savior, and he's faithful in his saving. Verse 9 through 13, we have God, our faithful defender. He's faithful in his defenses of us. And in verses 14 through 16, God, our rescuer. So that's some of the specifics about this psalm. Now let me make a couple, couple more remarks, and this will be short. And first, I just want to say, start off by saying that in light of everything that's been going on in the world and in the media, right? I'm, I'm talking about the COVID-19, the shutdowns, the quarantines, everything that's going on. I thought it was only right to briefly talk on this portion of the Bible that's so popular right now. So Psalm 91, you follow social media, different Christian websites, videos. People are talking about this psalm quite a bit. And which makes sense because this psalm has been a source of solace for the church for thousands of years. So it's no wonder that we, we cling to psalms like this during times of extreme personal, national, and even global calamity. Right? We're going through it on many different levels. We're going through it as individuals. We're going through it as a nation, right? America's going through it. And the world. COVID-19 has affected the entire world. But we remember that the psalm says, quote, I will say to the Lord, my refuge, my fortress, my God in whom I trust. So during these times of personal, national, and global calamity, let's cling to God. Let's cling to the God who faithfully clings to us. Now, Charles Spurgeon wrote this psalm that, quote, in the whole collection, he's referring to the Psalter, the book of Psalms, there is not a more cheering psalm. He calls this a cheering psalm. Its tone is elevated and sustained throughout. Faith is at its best and speaks nobly. So it's a high psalm. And one is meant to feel a deep sense of hope and joy as they read over its triumphant words. We all know how easy it is to fret during times of widespread calamity. These are strange days. No one's denying that. These are some of the strangest days we've had in quite some time. And I'd say that reports of sickness always speak to our personal powerlessness. We feel helpless to protect ourselves and our loved ones. Yet even when there is intense sickness in the world, this psalm reminds us to trust in the Lord and to wrap ourselves up in his loving provision. And as we learn to do this more and more, we can rest assured that God is ever in control. Like Romans 8.28 reminds us that the Lord is working all things together for our good and for his glory. So COVID-19 fits into that somehow. How? Couldn't tell you, but it fits into that. Now, on a more personal level, I've always had a fondness for this particular psalm because of verse 5. Now, I like it because it's in the scriptures, obviously, but verse 5. Verse 5 says, you will not fear the terror of the night. You will not fear the terror of the night. So in the first few years of my recovery, I remember becoming terrified of relapsing at nighttime. It would just always come upon me. I would feel fine throughout the day, but as night fell, I would feel uneasy. My heart would race and my skin would crawl up the walls. 
It was as if I was being compelled to abuse drugs and alcohol. It's like a compulsion. Something was forcing me to, it felt like. Thankfully, I never gave in to the compulsion. Each time it came, I would cling to my recovery as I prayed the words of this song. Through doing this, I realized that I had nothing to fear and that this compulsion, whatever it was, wherever it came from, was not going to be the end of me. In the long run, it actually served to strengthen my trust in the Lord. It actually made my recovery that much stronger because I was learning to trust in the Lord. And like the Life Recovery Bible says, quote, how comforting to know that when we cry out, God will rescue us and protect us as a mother bird protects her young. Our powerful defender will never fail us if we turn to him for shelter and safety. So in these times of darkness, we cling to the faithfulness of God, our powerful defender. Verse 7 has also been important to my recovery. Verse 7 says, A thousand may fall at your side. Right? A thousand may fall at your side. Anybody who's been involved with recovery for any length of time, they know that relapse happens. And I'd say that the longer you stay clean and sober, the more people you will see fall away. In 10 years of recovery, I've seen more people than I can count fall away. A thousand friends and mentors may fall away. But those who remain satisfied in the Lord will stand. Those who cling to their recovery will stand. This won't always be easy, but it's necessary for a long-term recovery. Again, to cling to the faithful God, to cling to our faithful defender. When I watch someone close to me fall away from the faith or go back to their drugs of choice, I'm always reminded of my own vulnerabilities. I realize that I cannot keep myself sober. I never have, and I never will. I'm powerless over drugs and alcohol. My past has proven this time and time again. If God does not keep me, I will succumb to the urge to use. I will be among the numbers of those who have had lengths of recovery but lost it. This always humbled me and brings me to my knees. So I cry out to my faithful defender. I cry out to the source of my recovery. I'm well aware that Psalm 91 isn't actually about recovery from compulsive behaviors. Like all scripture, it had a certain significance for the author and its original readers. There was a reason this was written. And it had an initial audience. But for us in 2021 and beyond, it nonetheless has immense Spiritual application, right? We can pull many spiritual applications. And I already kind of went over some of the recovery themes. But it serves to remind us that our God is more faithful than our addictions. And that he is bigger than any sickness. That God is bigger than drugs and alcohol. And God is bigger than COVID-19. May we bring this to mind when the days are hard and nights are long. I therefore, of the Lord, will say, He is my refuge and my stay. My citadel of strength is He, my God in whom my trust shall be. His outspread pinions sh shall thee hide. Beneath His wings thou shalt confide. His faithfulness shall ever be a shield and buckler unto thee. No nightly terrors shall alarm. No deadly shaft by day shall harm. No pestilence that walks by night, nor plagues that waste in noonday.